All right, I've started to record. Uh, I need I need to. Um, well, maybe we should just start. Maybe we should just start. Um, that's my established silence that, that we need to do. Uh, it, you know, we, normally we'd have the music come on in here. So this is our first attempt at that live. We're right here in the studio with a um, a live studio audience. Welcome, studio audience. They gave <laughs> applause, me the, they gave applause. me the thumbs up. Hey, woo. <laughs> Sitting across from me is the notorious Tom. Hey, Tom. Oh, everything's notorious tonight. Hey, what's up, John Zilfa? The audience. I can't. I can't say one and only because Glenn makes fun of me. Well, don't listen to what Glenn has to say. I don't. I don't make fun. Oh, another. I make fun. I make fun with you. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) That is a whole other. It's a half another. Okay. Another. And And here with me is Zilfa. Hello. Hello. Hey, Zilfa. Hey, Tom. <laughs> All right. And then um, via Skype from the, the world at large, we have uh, Mike Tannehill. Hey, Mike. Hello. Uh, Glenn Oslin. Hello. And George. Hi, everybody. George, long time no see. I know. Hey, it's nice to be back. What, what brings you back our way? Hey, hey, hey. Mormondom is always a great and exciting place, huh? Okay. And then um, <laughs> via a chat, everybody who's out there. Hey, guys. Um, that doesn't make for good audio. Yeah, everybody's yelling at their speakers right now. Hey. So this is this is our 100th episode, and it's actually, if you count it um, liberally, it's like our 128th or something like that, because we've had a lot of two parters. But I've only ever counted the two parters as a as a as a onesie. So um, and that includes conference, which is like a lot of hours. Yeah, so we should be way over 100. Right, so I don't even know why we're doing this. Yeah, this so, is kind of a pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's January It's January 2nd. It just so happened as we looked down the um, line that it sort of lined up for the end of the year with the 100th, uh, 100th episode. And um, so here we are, which means we've actually recorded others that we've just been sitting on, but that's just between you and me. Yeah, <laughs> no one else is listening to that. <laughs> so, um, geez, does anybody remember when we started? Wasn't it in what June? Two thousand nine. August. June. June. May or June. May or June. Yeah. June. Um. Yeah, it was like about around June. We actually started talking about it in May. I think we've gone over this before in the podcast, haven't we? Yeah, it seems like rehashed material. Yeah. Well, if you're interested, I think we've done sixty three episodes this year. And there's fifty six weeks in a year, so we had a couple double ups, huh? Yep. Yeah. So, um. In the past, uh, we've done um, what we called feedback shows, where we just sort of kind of talked about the podcast, the podcast about the podcast. So that's what we wanted to do tonight. So we've brought on um, some of the uh, the regulars, um, you know, some of the regulars that uh, may have been in the doghouse and not allowed on the air recently, <laughs> and uh, just and everybody in between. Um, so welcome, guys, and, and welcome out there in uh, in uh, Chatland. Now, uh, please, if you have questions for us, um, th- there's a uh, Mike uh, Mike Tannehill. Now, Mike, um, speaking of which, um, <laughs> you know when people when I run into people, um, you know at parties or whatever, and um, you know they they'll they'll say they've heard the podcast, and the next thing they always say to me is, "What's up with Mike?" <laughs> so wait Mike, a minute, this comes up at a party. This comes up everywhere. I can be in line at the Smiths. And what kind of parties saying, you oh, go to? Oh, hey, man. you're that Mormon Expression guy. What's up with Mike? 
<laughs> yeah, before they even say, hey, I like it. No, what's up with Mike? Is he real? Mike, what's up? Uh, just doing my thing. <laughs> so you really you really believe and you really think that uh, people should be killed, right? Yeah, my <laughs> Lance, I have heard more. I have heard more about your stupid javelin comment than I've heard about <laughs> anything ever. Mike, please was, tell. That was actually Glenn's comment. Tell everybody. Are we looking for a recant here. Tell everybody right now that you're not going to stick a javelin in anyone's heart. I, I, I'm not, unless Harry Reid comes close to me. Oh, oh, oh come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you mean if Harry Reid comes close to your wife? There you go. Uh, that would be it. <laughs> and didn't you want to recant the uh, the Abraham name thing too, Mike? Uh, I don't know that I need to recant it. I think I just slightly misphrased it a little bit. Misphrased? Okay, go ahead and clarify for everybody. What exactly did you mean by the names thing? Okay, the, the, the podcast hasn't aired yet, but we recorded one on the Abrahamic Covenant that's going to be coming out soon. That, that, and we go over what true. it means to have your family sealed to you and how the glory thing works as far as becoming a god. So, But the last names really don't mean anything, is that right? Uh, I don't know how to – I mean, if you're sealed to your family, then your family name's involved. Why, but I don't why know would how it to, matter what the name uh, is? What's that? Why would it matter what your name is? I mean, people because just that's make your those identity. up. That's who you are. That's how, you know, you're Zilpha Larson. That's your name. That's how you... But that's, that's just because my parents put that on a birth certificate. No, well, let's... Well, I'm, I'm going to defend Mike here, and I'm going to try to be sensitive. So um, in the temple, there's a part where you use your own name. Mike, is that right. what you're sort of building on? Yeah, but then why do you need a code name if you need your own name? Sacred name. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there's no code names. <laughs> what are you talking about? The alternative <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> identity. So, so Mike. You no, know, I, I haven't wait, worked who, it all out yet, but I know who's Because uh, patriarchal order. Normally it's Tom sighing, and I was watching him, and that wasn't a Tom sigh. Nope. <laughs> all right. So, so Mike, not going to stick a javelin in anybody's heart. But, Mike, you do believe in the church fully 100%. Yes, I do. So the other question I get asked is, how can you know about all the stuff we talk about on this podcast and still believe 100%? I See, I, it's a real perspective issue because I can we, – like we've done the uh, conference episodes. We can see the same talk at conference, and when we come to discuss it here, I take a totally different slant on what they're saying than one of the antis does that comes on. Whoa, don't no, generalize. Here's the same Antis. Come on, you can't do that. We have not had any anti-Mormons on the podcast except maybe Ed Decker. I'm sorry, shaky faith person speaking. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but should, Mike. Should we call them one-footers? Is that what we should say? Mike, you, but you, you know, I mean, we went through the Nauvoo Expositor, Mike. You, yes. You, you you know what's in there. We went through DNC 132. You know what's in there. We went through King Follett. King Follett. We went through and talked about all of Joseph's um, uh, blushing young brides, and you know about all that stuff. Doesn't any of this stuff trouble you? No, it doesn't. It, there's so much more going on than just that. Like what? Uh, oh, <laughs> just the, the just, gospel is so much more rich than just yeah. Maybe this guy did something wrong here or whatever. There's so. I mean, Mike. How, so I, I, Mike, just, uh, Mike. Did you listen to the Abrahamic Covenant one that Mike did? Um, 
Maybe not. <laughs> I, I will. I, I promise I will before I air it. So I, I hate to. Uh, so I'm with the audience out there. I haven't heard it either. So I hate to talk about that too much. But just so does 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 it all does all is all revealed? Is this like the end of a movie when you find out all the secrets and you find no. out? That- it was it was revealing to me. I mean, I, I understood Mike better. You know, ha- having participated in that one, and, and you know, when when Mike talks about the the richness of the gospel and you know why. The, the the names and and the families being sealed together and what the gospel is I I just understood it better when when we went through that well, weren't you there Tom Yeah I was there I didn't feel like I understood Mike better <laughs> I'll use football terminology next time Yeah okay <laughs> that, maybe that would work Mike well, why why don't you why don't you just go with the there's an emotional connection to the church Mike or to God or the church or your testimony because that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good defense that not a lot of antis quote could break well, through right let's just say mistakes were made by in, in one area or another do, do you throw out the entire gospel plan in jesus christ because maybe at one point somebody screwed something up but what if there's a bunch of somebody's and it really piles up and there were the, <laughs> the ones that you know were in charge of the whole thing that, that are kind of important no, but hey, Mike has a good point. There's more Mikes than there are us, right? There's more people who are still inside the church believing than who walk out. No, I, I disagree with you there. I think there's a lot more people that have left than that are that know all the crap and stay in. Well, uh, okay, I'm discounting. Okay, that might be true. I'm discounting all the people who leave. I'm discounting all the people who leave who don't know jack squat about the church you know you're in nicaragua you're 16 years old you get baptized by a couple of cute missionaries and a year later you're out those guys don't count and that's most of the baptisms right that's a good percentage yeah so so we i mean i'm talking about people who actually sort of understand the church on some level uh well you know what i noticed with george oh you think i'm wrong well, I, well, I think I, as far as I, you know, people who I, know, I was at church today, and I was sitting in a ward full of people that weren't baptized by Nicaragua, cute missionaries in Nicaragua, and I, I felt completely outnumbered. As far as you know, people that were standing up and okay, so bearing a, their testimonies, it's a and location that don't, thing. Don't know a clue. I mean, they, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be mics because they don't know the stuff that we talk about here on Mormon Expression. They wouldn't want to know the stuff that we talk about on Mormon Expression. Uh, so I, I I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think that they're in either of those. I would camp, have to say camps. that the majority of average Mormons probably don't know what. 70 80 percent of the troubling aspects in church history i would probably assume it seems like even in my ward when if there's people out there that have never even heard of the mountain meadows massacre that's that's pretty substantial well and the, the interesting thing is that the the leaders constantly preach you know stick to the basics and in a way they're right because if you just take the church at, at face value and stick to the basics of the gospel you know love one another and and um, try to do what's right, um, then that that's a good way to live. And I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Yeah, why would they want to ruin that with stuff that might shake them up? Right. Well, you know, this wanting to understand it better, you study a lot and you find all these cool, interesting things. But a lot of people just 
get the Holy Ghost involved in their life just by living the gospel without studying all the little, you know, God's hat size and what shoe he wears. And they just oh, get the Holy on. Ghost in their life. God's hat size and what shoe he wears. <laughs> it's seven and an eighth and a nine and three quarters in case anybody was Stop interested. It. But hey, hey but he, um, he just, they just live the gospel and you can see it in their lives yep. and you see it in their families. I agree I, with that. I you go to church, same... you see these people and the Holy Ghost is involved and that's what it's all about. I, I don't necessarily think that the Holy Ghost has any, if there is any Holy Ghost, has any monopoly on the Mormon Church. I don't understand the connection. I mean, no, we 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 know from the scriptures the light of Christ is everywhere. But the idea is to get it more involved, and you know, and, and to receive revelation and, so and really. Why would a good person who's not a member of the church have any less um, Holy Ghost or or light of Christ than a person who is a member of the church? Well. <laughs> You, right, you get the name of Christ sealed on you, and you start getting revelation, and you and you and you really increase your va- your faith as you allow that revelation to work on you, and you you learn to listen to the Spirit and gain that ear. Okay, which so is there's some the kind of special thing about. Hey, by the way, have you have you had any progress, Mike, of getting uh, McConkies? On? <laughs> no, I, I never got a response. I sent okay. a letter. No, no, don't laugh, John, because he's he he showed me his email that he wanted to ask. Oh, me I to know, try to I know, him. but okay. I, I'm not laughing at Mike. I'm laughing at the. Uh, I, I think that'd be awesome. I don't. I don't think um, any of the McConkeys are coming. Because that would be a pretty podcast. interesting discussion to talk about emotions and <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Uh, all right, so um, let's, let's get into some more positive stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My, oh, all right, my, Mike. Um, Mike, Mike, Mike. All right, so 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 Mike, do you worry that most people listening to this podcast uh, might come to different conclusions than you do? I hope not. I I, I hope some people hear what I have to say and and you don't, stick with it. And, you don't really think that people should think like you, right, Mike? You think that everybody should kind of think on their own, right? What's wrong with how I think? Um, <laughs> well, if, if he's thinking correctly, then everyone should think that way, right? Do we all think that way? Do we all think everybody should think like me? I, no, I'm don't, saying, I don't think that I'm way. saying if you think that you think correctly, then why shouldn't everybody think like you? Uh, diversity's sake. <laughs> um, this, Maybe this, that you're not right all the time. This leads yeah, to the but question. that's not a possibility. Uh, <laughs> instead of talking about Mike's inner thought process, let's talk a little bit about balance. Because um, that, that, that comes up sometime. You know, we've said over and over again, the rhetorical stand of, of Mormon, Mormon expression is that we don't necessarily hide what we ourselves believe. I mean, I don't try to pretend to be a, you know, a, an objective person, but I believe in letting anybody say what they want to say. Um, and this goes for the, the apologists and for the faithful, and, and everybody's welcome on. You know, I got a little feedback after we did the um, the Boys Ranch thing. Somebody saying, well, why didn't you let the other side talk? Hey, they're more than welcome to come on and give their side of the story. We were just talking about Eric and Cade's story in, in that instance, and that was their story. And, it, and as far as it being their story, it was completely objective. We were just talking about their story. And that's really all we can do. I don't think in a format like this, it's really possible to have this sort of, oh, we're going to have this side represented and this side represented, because I don't even believe in that dichotomy view that there's two sides to issues. I think that's sort of a false notion put in our minds by people like CNN. <laughs> yeah, there's probably multiple sides to every story, right? More than two, more than three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, don't that's why we have sort of panel discussion. None of us think the same. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
in a black and white religious situation, is there only two when there's we've always been taught that there's black or white and some of the things that we've talked is about nuances of color or shades of gray but when you think of things in only terms of of right and wrong would there just be two views at that point absolutely not i mean i I, there's no there's no question i mean give me a question you can narrow down to to two right and wrong i can't think of anything That is unless you say something like murder is wrong, but that's because it's implied in the definition of murder. Yeah, but then you can even say war is an exception. Yeah, yeah I was going the same way you just went, Tom. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anybody can find instances where, you know, killing would be the right thing to do. And no, I'm not saying – I don't disagree with you at all, John. I was just asking rhetorically. Um, in religion, when we're taught a strict right and wrong from a religious person's point of view, what a, is there just two points of the argument? Okay, what about this uh, frog you just said in the chat? Right or wrong, God exists or doesn't exist? Well, That's like oh, a binary No, thing. no, no, because well, you have to define your terms. Define God first. Why do you have to define God? Can't you just can't you just say there is a supreme being or there is not a supreme well, being? So you're saying proposition A, you know, is true or proposition A is false. Well, you have to tell me what proposition A is. And if you say supreme being, I don't even know what the hell that means. Okay, so if you have to define what some sort of intelligent creator, right? So if if I just say, okay, let's let's say it's an invisible smoke that created everything. Oh, so, but you're you're making all sort of assumptions because there could be a creator who died, and there could be a god who does the moral sort of things that Mormons talk about, like cutting off Laban's head, who wasn't the creator. I mean, those two don't necessarily well, follow. God, right? God can be defined in thousands of different ways. See, the but, studio audience gets to enjoy me waving my arms around <laughs> in, in the air, and everybody out there does not does not get to see that. Hey, I, I was thinking along these lines. We know we can assume. Okay, let's say the apostles are all going to the celestial kingdom, right? But you got Ukor, who's a, who's a soccer fan, and you've got a couple of the others that really love BYU football. Do they yeah. go to the same celestial kingdom? I, I know what you're talking like about, Mike. Football, no. what, wasn't it you, Mike, who who some time ago put a um a post um saying, you know, how how is it going to be? You know, a lot of the things that we enjoy in this life. They would they be in the celestial kingdom? I mean, the things that define us, the things that that we spend our time doing, and that that really mean something to us, um, w- would they be in the next life? And if not, then then who would we be? Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's an idea of absolute perfection. You know, is soccer the perfect Christ, game, or is then? football the perfect game, or is there room for both of them? Wasn't Christ the wasn't Christ the example of absolute perfection? I mean, but wouldn't that only be in righteousness, not not like hairstyle and? Well, how do we exactly. know? Exactly, <laughs> Zilpha. Exactly. How do we know? Because the, there's doing the right thing, but there doesn't have, have to actually be. Maybe perfection involves some little chaos in there. Maybe you're meant to have a little things going. Kooky and wrong, and that's just the way things are. Opposition and all things. Hey, um, Mike. The only question I've related to that is: God, like the Mormon God, your God, God, your Father, is He in the celestial kingdom? Is He in His celestial kingdom? He's in His. So, so there's other like people hanging out with Him in His celestial kingdom. Like His mother is there, and His little sister is there, and. Well, you know, you hear about people having visions, and there's numberless concourses of angels 
in the attitude of singing and praising their God. You know, it sounds like they're having a good time, and there's a lot of people there. But that's his, and then I'm sure there are others as well. Okay, Zilfa, you're getting a lot of love in the chat room. Everybody thinks what? you're cute and adorable. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, in, it's coming in really nice for you here, Zilfa. <laughs> you I can't a, even see it. Yeah, it says, Zilfa has the cutest voice in the world. I know, she does. I know, right? Everything about Zilfa is cute. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys flatter me. Well, say something cute then. <laughs> John's I can't, over I here. I can't perform like that on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the one girl that shows up for the Dungeons and Dragons game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you play D and D then, Mike? <laughs> you're suddenly cute years. if you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we we oh uh, we have another caller, my friend Jim. Let, let me see if I can bring him on. All right. Hold on. Um. I gotta figure out how to make this all work here. These big long um, pregnant pauses I can edit out. Isn't we like what, the suspense. Isn't that what I always tell you guys? <laughs> all right. Yeah, and then you end up leaving them in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting a little I'm getting a little lazier uh, with that. Jim, are you there? No, I wanted to go back to the comments on Zilpha, but not necessarily on Zilpha in particular. Is um. Have you guys seen an evolution of the chemistry of no. everybody? And have an I evolution s- of the chemistry of yeah. everybody? Is that like a I book have, yeah. or a movie? No, or? no, no, no. No, the, the, the group, you and Mike and Tom and... Oh, and, and an evolution of, of our chemistry. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I had the privilege of catching up on, I think, the first 90 podcasts in about two and a half weeks. No kidding. Oh, you went on, oh. on a bender, dude. You know, the, <laughs> Pretty much. I, the first 99 or so kind of suck a little bit. <laughs> so, so give us a chemistry breakdown then. Um, yeah, give us a read on it. I'd love to hear. It seemed like in the beginning there was a little more contention that kind of um, ironed itself out. And I don't know if that was on purpose or not. No, it's it's just we've, we're all Mormons, so we're passive-aggressive. Contention between specific people or between um, everybody? I think it was Jim and Tom in particular. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. You guys had a Cold War? Yeah, except for we. I know that you, it, then it just you and away. Glenn don't. You know, you guys don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, I hate in, Glenn's in guts. In the real world, <laughs> I hate him. But um, I didn't know about the gym thing. Well, early on, he kind of took some pot shots, if I recall right. Oh, huh. and, and you picked up it was on very that. Entertaining. See, well, that, at the, in the beginning, I kind of, I was kind of feeling a little bit of the uh, active Mormon role. Yeah, you were. You were much more the defender. Oh, I mean, I still kind of fair. feel that role, but maybe I'm a little more liberal now. Yeah, you've loosened know, up. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess it's all a matter of uh, perspective when Mike joined the group. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Mike. Mike wasn't with us in the beginning, but he came on pretty early. Yeah. Then we had. And it was in the first five podcasts that you know they they were taking shots at each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If Jim's out there, I still hate you, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was he was supposed to come tonight, but. <laughs> I actually had a chance to ask him about it at John and Zilpha's party, and and he thought it was. Oh, he was at the party, eh? A short-term thing. Yep. Oh. (laughs) Kyle Chaser says, I was a polarizer when I came on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm glad you gotten over that. (laughs) Uh, So so what what else? What what other chemistry? Um, Because I've been mad at everybody sometime or the other. Most often Zilpha, (laughs) but usually for other stuff. It seems like you, John, you've you've slowly over, you know, the first hundred, (laughs) uh, you... 
you take a more authoritative role at times in, in, in the group discussions. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I have <laughs> power <laughs> hungry sucker. Zilpa's <laughs> over here nodding her head too. Things on track, I should say. Well, I, I, the only thing I would say is that. There, there were times when he tried not to take any kind of um, leadership role, and the discussion was kind of floppy. Um, so it, it seems like in a dis- a discussion with a few people of this sort, kind of needs a leader, um, so that people can kind of look to them to start it, to to move it forward, and, to and keep it on, yeah, <laughs> keep it on track, or or whatever. So. And he had to learn that over time, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had no idea what I was doing. Still, still don't very much. You know, I, here, here's an example. We learn everything by mistake. If you listen to the um, the most recent podcast with uh, where we reviewed the Godmakers, um, you know, we I had some good mics, I had some great chords, and then I left the little fuzzy things on top of the mics. Well, apparently, you don't do that because if you, if you touch them. This sounds like sandpaper in your ears. But so when the, we passed the mic, so when we were passing the mic, every time anybody just touched it just a little bit, yeah. um, you know. So, so those are the kind of amateurish mistakes that we make all the time. But hopefully, we only make once or twice or three times. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my my final comment would be that for me personally, I much prefer the group discussions as opposed to an interview. Yeah, really? but I guess it, it also depends on who the interviews with. So some mm-hmm. of the interviews have been great, but. As far as... I, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. The but, hour goes by quicker, but not necessarily... I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean that in a demeaning way at all. Yeah. I, it just the discussion moves a lot better, and I think it all has to do with the chemistry. Hmm. You think our chemistry is better now? I think it was good to begin with. I think it's, it's gotten even better over time. And, and the people that you've brought in have definitely added to it, you know, Mike and Glenn in particular. Make oh, Mike, maybe. I, agree. I don't know about Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to go to their heads. But, but, you know, my number, my number one tool that. for those guys is to say, you know, you weren't there in the beginning, and you got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of Glenn, where is Glenn? I was just listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, and I have to meet Glenn since he lived in Japan. So. Oh, you've met What's him? That? What's that? You, you lived in Japan, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, at first. Yeah. You were, you were, I think, believe you were living there when you first joined the group. So I've got to, I've got to meet you. Okay. We, we oh, okay. Thing. Where, where are you now, Jim? Uh, we're, we're here in uh, the Ogden area. Okay. So. Yeah. Are, are you going to be at the, uh, the banquet next time we do it? And, uh, well, what is it, John? August 6th? We're I, doing it? I believe it's August 6th. Yeah. yeah. So there ain't yeah, going to be no like, banquet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should invite to one of the, uh, the, what do we, what do we want to call our gatherings? Event. <laughs> Our, our next event that's outside of the Mormon Expression Group. Oh well, yeah! If, if I'm if I'm I, I'm in Indiana now, so if, uh, if no, I'm ever right. able to get out to Utah, uh, that's right. I'd love to, but um, yeah, it's usually not as easy. Yep, but we'll probably definitely be attending the next live function. That would be cool. fun. Yeah, yeah. So those who are new, we did our live um, banquet on the August seventh. We're doing it again. It it is. It is a it is done at the same time Sunstone is so if anybody comes in town for Sunstone they can um, hit our our live show I think it's August sixth uh, make your plans um, but I think right now we're not planning on having a banquet but there will be live music and it'll be kick ass so you, you're going to want to come 
Yeah, still in the planning stages. So if you got suggestions, email John. <laughs> oh, you're trying to take my thunder. <laughs> no, I like your ideas. No, it's, you know I like your ideas. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be cool. And you know, there's been a couple references to things going on here. You know, one thing that um, I think is important, and one thing that motivates me to do the podcast is when you. When you find yourself out of sorts with the church or leaving the church or just, you know, in a liberal sort of, hey, I'm not, uh, I don't like Glenn Beck mode, um, you know, you can feel, you can feel kind of alone, you can feel kind of isolated. And I think that's one of the motivators that I, I have behind the podcast, you know, that maybe once a week you can put uh, Tom in your ear and, and know that, know that you're not the only one out there. There are, if you're along the Wasatch Front or other places, there are lots and lots of social things that happen among the, the, the liberal Mormons and the ex-Mormons. So you don't have to be alone. There's people out there you can meet. And if you want to ch- tap into that network, please, by all means, send me an email. Even when we were in North Carolina, we would, um, you know, we, we found other ex-Mormons that we got together with, which was really helpful. I mean, so they're, they're, they're out there, and the, the Internet makes it easy to find them. Yeah, it's also uh, another way of having free therapy, just having friends yeah. to talk to. Well, you know, in Utah County, there is an actual sort of group therapy group that meets, and there are, you know, you, I'm, I'm just saying you, you may not be ready in your stage right now to do that, but there are other people out there who understand what you've gone through. Boy, somebody's, Agreed. somebody's brought the, the, the mood down. There's a big time serious tone yeah. now. Yeah. Why don't you talk lighter. about sex, Zilpha? <laughs> so should we talk about the podcast we hated and that we regretted or things that we liked or what? Ask the audience what they no, think. What, well, what? What, what, why don't we do our favorite ones first? All we've been talking about is negative so far. Okay, let's go with, let's go with favorite. Zilpha, you start us off. Oh, um, well, I have a lot of favorites. What's your top three? Top, maybe Ooh, most favorite. I didn't favorite. narrow it down that far, but oh. <laughs> um, uh, I really liked the interview that you did with Will Bagley. That was back in episode 51. That was pretty fun. That I ran, was, I ran into fun. him, too, the other day. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I loved his stories. Um, I liked the Civil War prophecy just because I had no idea um, about all of the stuff that was behind it um i liked the after discussion from the 10 tribes oh don't encourage <laughs> <laughs> no geez but well, you know, that was only so more of those that was only great like because we didn't dust. know you were recording <laughs> Some, um, somebody just voted for episode 34 yeah episode so, 34 so yeah I'm, I'm reading the chat here and somebody oh. said gene Bodie and michelle spencer yeah, yeah. those two are great yeah, they um good. they uh let's see should the, should the one Nate, my friend. Yeah, that one was fun. That was oh, that was great. One of my uh, the one there should be a podcast on is the LDS Church Occult. This is on the board. Um, yeah, we've talked That's about that. That's come up a few times. Yeah. It's come up. And I was actually talking to a PhD in um, sociology this last week, and I floated that idea. Um, the problem is cult means different thing to like evangelical weirdos and um, sociologists. So it depends yeah. on which which definition of a cult we uh, we we uh, land on. Sorry, Zilpha. Yeah, go ahead, Zilpha. Hey, I, I got so many, you can interrupt me however you want, but 14 Fundamentals. Really? That was a good one. I thought. Didn't, it was a hoot. didn't, didn't I lose my cool a couple <laughs> yeah. times in that one? You were pretty, it was all staged. You were Most steaming. of the panel discussions, you lose your cool, John. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, one of my favorites, Leaving the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, that was good. That was a good I one. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the King Follett Discourse. Yeah, I quit the Jehovah Witnesses after that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I listened to King Follow yesterday. That was a good one. So, okay. Uh, my oh, question. I love the babies on thrones. Yeah. Babies <laughs> on thrones. yeah. Somebody, just, uh, somebody just typed in guns, germs, and steel. That one was a fun one. That one was good. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you know, th- there's, a, there's a National Geographic uh, three-part documentary on guns, germs, and steel yeah. that's available on Netflix streaming that I've shown to my kids. And it's absolutely fantastic. Or there's I, this I little podcast out there where they just talk about it. And you, don't, you don't have to watch the show. But there's also a book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. The, 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 the book's great. But, but the, just being able to show it to kids. You know, my kids are 14, oh, yeah. uh, 10, and, and 6. And they, they wouldn't be able to get through the book. But watching the, the show, you know, planting those seeds where they can start to understand the world that way. I, I just thought it was fantastic. There's two votes for Mr. Deity. Yeah, Mr. Deity was a fun yeah, one. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a good one. Um, Saturday's Warrior was fun. I've gotten some compliments <laughs> on that one for oh, my yeah. singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why aren't these on your list? They were just fun to do or you think they're good? or I mean, why? I what? think they were entertaining to listen to. And um, fun to do. Some of them were just fun to do, not not necessarily fun to listen to. Some of them were just fun to listen to. Uh, why Mormon church meetings are so dull? I thought that was kind of a good one. Do you remember that one? Um, that Glenn a- did that one. Yeah, with Jenna, Jenna, uh, and Bridget. Reese. Yeah, oh, and and Bridget on for that. Yeah. It, it had a different kind of um, feel to it, a different perspective. So um watching the thing, um, somebody, uh, Julia Winston brought up uh, Bent Washburn. Um, yeah, I actually chatted with Bent a little bit. Bent um, came on Mormon Stories, didn't he? So we like, yeah, to, he we like yeah. to give a, a cooling period between those two. And he's over in Europe right now, which makes it sort of, sort of hard. But Bent would be a, Bent be a really cool one. Um, another question came in about Prop 8. Now, this Prop 8 was just really hot and heavy right when we started the podcast. And that was one of our first discussions. It, it was just cooling down. It, it was just, I mean, it had already, like, reached its pinnacle and it was cooling down. Yeah, every board, every blog out there was talking Prop 8. And we decided editorially just to skip it. But maybe we'll get to it eventually, right? I have a feeling we might even get to it later this week. Ooh. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, uh, and it's 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 such a big thing. There, there are other topics, and Glenn can tell you all about these that I don't. You know, I, I want topics that are on the podcast that we can talk about in an hour or two. And there are some things that are just like too big to to get into that. You know, and Prop Eight is. You know, it's like you you can't talk about Prop Eight. You have to talk about a s- aspect of it. And the other problem is, is then you constantly get into that debate of whether homosexual homosexuality is born or not and that's a whole different topic it's a whole nother thing that's a whole nother thing (laughs) it's not really religion should should we let people in on the whole nother thing i mean because this has come up on a few podcasts no no should should we let them know what this is about (laughs) it's about it's about it's about a whole nother really dumb bad inside joke okay we'll move on it's uh, it's been but speaking of probate that the um live wait not man on the street for the for the uh uh, protest. Yeah, that I, one it was a really roll. good one. Yeah, and we've got a couple more men on the street. There's a in co- the works as soon as the temperature. There's a couple votes for the Dream Mine. I remember oh, that, that one. Was a oh, fun Dream one. Mine was cool. And, was and cool. let's see. Uh, 
was it Hugo said he wants to buy stock. I've been trying to get Tom. Tom's the insider with yeah, the it, with the Dreammind guys. He's on. Are you still on the mailing list? Oh yeah, there and was I, a, there was a big blowout the other day. Somebody started uh-oh. saying that it wasn't you know John Coyle wasn't who he says he was. Oh no, and it's it trouble paradise. Yeah, that's not cool, dude. But I still want stock certificates. Hey, but they're up now's to like, a good time to buy. Well, no, they're nope. going up. They're like thirty-eight <laughs> bucks to forty bucks a piece. Oh hmm. dear. I mean, you would have thought that with the economy, they'd drop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just goes up with gas, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, with the economy, people are afraid of uh, the doom and gloom of the, uh, you know, the end of time. So they're getting ready with that dream mind. Yeah. Dream mind. What was that? Dream mind came act. Dream mind came active this week in uh, Sunstone too. They just did a whole article about oh. uh, everything that's going on, yeah, and talking about the stockholders and things. Good article. Yeah, it was yeah. That, that. I think that I've read that somewhere in the past. But yeah, that was really yeah. good. I thought just being able to get that guy to come on and speak, just the things that he said <laughs> about the 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 Alma the Younger being the fourth yeah, Nephi, Alma, or Al Sinclair. Yeah, that was his name. Rubbing that his was with Amazing, <laughs> dude. We rub my yeah. calves. Alma awesome. the Younger. He was awesome. A resurrected being with resur- or sword, sword wounds. That was sword pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was awesome. I, I loved the uh, the, the uh, Navu Expositor one. was was the first one that I really fell in love with. And and I, I think Elna Baker might have been the first one that I listened to. That I just and going back to to, to Jim who called in. When when he was talking about the discussions that you guys had, I just loved listening to your banter with with uh, Elna Baker. It was really cool. Um, th- I think those were the first two that I really loved. I would second your your everything what you just said about the expositor. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people that was game changing because it was just everything out there in one in one podcast. Yeah. And as far as making an impact on me and several other people, I know it was that was big. Well, was- to be able to to. You know that you guys took the time to read William Law's words, and then at the end to read Joseph Smith's words, and I could hear them side by side and kind of make my own determination on how that how I thought they sounded. I, I thought that was uh, really clever. I guess I I, I don't know. I, I it, it was really good. I liked it. There's a couple votes for the Depression podcast. Which one was that one? Oh, yeah. uh, we did that a little um, while Yeah, ago. that was one I did with Adam. Um, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Boy, the, the sound quality on that one was so bad. I, I, Have you I, stepped your game up then, Glenn? Should we, I mean, should we tell the audience that your stuff's going to be better now? Yeah, you're no longer broadcasting so. from the bathroom. I, I'm, I'm, I've tried to get some, some new equipment for those kinds of things. You know, Adam and I live in the same town, and so... Same I, ward, right? Same ward, and uh-huh. so we, we tried, uh, you know, a, a different approach than what I normally do, and... You know, ho- hopefully, if I do things like that again, it'll sound better. But yeah, well, I'm I'm glad people liked it. I, I can't remember the name of the guy, but I really enjoyed the the one who um, talked about early groups in America, religious groups in America. What Mitch Horowitz. Oh yeah, Mitch Horowitz that was is great. One. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. One. Hey, um, Hugo. <laughs> size. Hugo brought up the book of Jeronek and Matthew oh. Gill. I had negotiated Matthew Gill on. Um, he and he's sort of a kid. He's he's in his early twenties. Um, for those of you who don't know, he's the he's the prophet of a British breakaway um, sect from the Mormons, and he has his own book called the Book of Jarnik. But his wife was about eight months pregnant, 
And um, so he said, well, I want to wait till after the kid is born. And he hasn't been answering my phone calls. So that one was in my hand. Oh, but, uh, maybe maybe eventually, huh? Yeah, he's on my, my board. I have a list of bo- the people who agreed to come on at some point that every once in a while when I'm feeling bored, I go hey, and give him another call. But if you're interested, the book of Jaranek, you, you can find it online at, at their site. Um, uh, They're the Latter-day Church of Jesus Christ, I think. It, it needs an, a good editor is what it needs. <laughs> The book. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of people in the chat room uh, requesting a Tom Psy. So, so Glenn, give us a joke. <laughs> I'm not going to respond. Oh, come on. I, I, I'm totally offended. Well, at least we got the come on. Jeez. The Beatles are the best group in the yeah, world. Yeah, that'll do. That, that'll Tom? do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! Oh man! Come on! I don't know. We, one right. will come up spontaneously. Enough! Enough of this Gucci stuff. What, what's the What's the crap? What's oh, the there stuff? is some crap in here. I'll I'll admit it. The lesbian conversation was pretty lousy. Sorry. Well, uh, even really? if you did it, huh, Zilpha? It was bad. Bad, bad. I mean, that that, that uh, there's a couple points I want to make. It's it's not necessarily easy to to either interview or be a guest. Right. And, you know, one of the issues we, we have is, you know, if we're doing Skype, oftentimes you're sitting in your living room and you're in your jammies and or you might undies. be watching TV or playing a Facebook game or doing something <laughs> like that. And um, sometimes you don't realize how, you know, that this is going to be recorded and it's going to live out there forever. And, and you know, the, your sound quality and all that stuff. So, so it well, seems... It wasn't a sound quality issue. Well, it was but a, <laughs> I, was just trying, I was trying to diffuse a little bit. But sometimes some people are just not so good at, at being... And, and I, I am not a very good host. And it's not really my personality. Oh, come on. No, no, <laughs> so, no. No, and no, that I, was my I, first I, I know attempt. why you're saying that, but that, that really wasn't one of the worst ones. Well, I think what it was. was the worst one then, Glenn? But don't don't say anything. I haven't okay. heard all of them. <laughs> the 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 one that I have been least impressed with was there was there was one on um, crosses that just wasn't mm. that interesting to me. And then there was also one that that my, George my and I did kind of early on oh. where you like switched positions. You remember that, George? That that oh. was lame. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. lame. <laughs> oh, that was I fair. mean, it, it was fun to do at the time. It was, yeah. And then listening to it afterwards, it was like it just it, I it was the It didn't work. Paper. Was that you nah. and Niall? Yeah, yeah. Niall and I traded places. Yeah. I played the the antagonist, and he played the TBM, and and, uh, and we I, debated. I sat on that thing for about three months. Yeah, I and we both we both said we should probably not do it. And then I think there was a big blank area of time where we're like, we got to put something out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It seemed like it was something like that. But you know, we did get some good comments on that because people were like really pissed at us, and then when they realized at the end that we were just kind of. Joking around, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, okay, ha 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 ha." Yeah, it was no good. Yeah, but yeah. it was yeah. kind of that, lame. That right? was lame. And and there's probably a good time to mention the lost tapes. There, I think, are ten episodes that never went out. I are don't there think 10? there's as many as ten. I think there's but... ten. I can think of maybe three. I think Glenn did six himself. Those are all the after and after no. discussions. <laughs> No, you know, so so I mean, we're trying to make it better. So we're trying to sort of up the uh, up the uh, editorial standards. Well, should we ask the studio audience what their favorite and what least favorite? You can climb over to the mic. 
I really liked the interview with Zilpha. Oh, I'm sorry. My name's Heather. Um, I really liked the interview with Zilpha. I personally didn't think the one where George and Nile traded places was awful. I got oh, it from the beginning, and I liked it. So Ooh. you say the interview with, with um, Zilpha. Are you talking about the Zilpha did with... Um, with you. Oh, with me. Yeah. Okay. So you know how the interspersed are the interviews with the few of you that are on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. I really liked that one. And I actually also really liked the interview with Niall. Um, when I first started listening to the podcast, I couldn't stand him. And when I knew he would be on, I kind of thought, Ugh, do I really want to listen to this? But, <laughs> <laughs> but then I listened to the interview with him, and, and I really my opinion of him changed and I actually kind of was interested in what he had to say on things after that. Niall's an interesting guy. Yeah. I, I think, I think that, um, shows some depth of personality that didn't come through on those, mm-hmm. on those, on those first, those first few ones. Yeah. Yeah. He was really antagonistic and he hasn't shed a lot of that off. I don't think. No. And, and now I, I tease him on the podcast for being a nut and that's because he's an anarchist. So sometimes some of that comes through, and then I edit it out. And he runs barefooted too. Yeah, he, just, he, I mean, he runs just, he runs barefoot. Yeah, so, I mean that's just nuts. All right, so can I mention I the one I really didn't like was my interview. <laughs> I was I was going to mention that too, Mike. Actually, they, they <laughs> Glenn, you were going to mention that too. It was like we, a Sunday school lesson. We had lesson. planned on interviewing someone, and then they bailed on us. And like he said, you're relaxing in your living room, you know, and you're just going to kind of hang back and respond to what's being the focus of the thing. And it was just completely, uh, yeah, it was tough. <laughs> I don't think any of us really liked our own interviews. Yeah, it's it's harder to be interviewed than it is to interview, I I think, in some ways. I mean, now, I I agree with you on that because I'm I host the uh, Abraham podcast that we're going to put up soon, and I didn't realize you know it's very relaxing when I can just sit here and respond, but when I have to be the host of the thing, that I'll you know I have my heart in my throat. Yeah, it was, uh, it's totally a different experience. Oh yeah, well that's the opposite of what John just said, Mike. What is it? My, John just said it's harder to be interviewed than it is to interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're both they're both they're both hard, I guess. <laughs> You know, well, you know, Mike. I, the the first time that I heard the interview with you, like I was, I was seething afterwards. I was so angry. Really. But but now that <laughs> Hugo Thomason said Glenn can interview himself, right? he does every podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Mike, now that I go back and I listen to it, I'm I'm much more interested to to hear uh, John's interview of you. I don't I don't dislike it as much as I did the first time. That I heard it, but my my favorite part of that interview is still when you you make some comment about how if the women in the Middle East had the Book of Mormon, how different their life would be. And I'm <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what in the world is he saying? And thank goodness John called you on it because you had absolutely nothing to back up that statement. And and just for that fact alone, it it's now become one of my it's now become one of my favorites. <laughs> I understand it a lot better now than I did then. All right. But what about mistakes were made? How not to leave the church? Was that? That was a good one. Well, I, I, that was all right. I remember at the time we got a lot of um, feedback on that one. I've I've heard a lot of people say that that was a good one. Yeah. I, I like the. For me personally, I kind of like the interviews rather than the panel discussions. 
Maybe that's just because I think that everything I'm on sucks. <laughs> Tom and I tend to, to be on the same page that way. The same, I, I, I like the panel discussions, but um, too much panel discussion is sort of masturbatory, and I, you know, it just. I, I think hey, what's wrong with that? I, I th- masturbatory. <laughs> thanks, Zilpha. Thanks. That's becoming a regular I, word. I, I think if we, I think if we did it every time, like it was every week, it was just us blah blah blahing. I think it would get old. I so. I think so, yeah, I think a mix is what keeps it fun and interesting. Oh, uh, Mormon ad campaign that wasn't uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that a huge success. That's Zilpha's way of saying it sucked. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that woman, Holly Welker. Oh my gosh, she was. Oh, poor. I like Holly. Holly's She's great. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's I, I think I think Holly did did pretty good for her first time out, but I mean that's a good point. It, Holly writes a lot, and she's a very good writer. But you know, coming here is a whole is a whole other thing, <laughs> and um, it's not the same as writing. It's not the, it's it's a little bit different. So, um, yeah, that that's that's the tough. So, part. What, what's everybody's takes on the conference ones? Oh, those are fun. I, I think I'm done with them. Really. No. <laughs> they did, they just get John mad. No, no, they're, they're, they, no, I'm not done with them. I mean, that's kind of a, a maybe piece, if, right? But they're a lot of work. Holy crap! Yeah, I can imagine they got to be exhausting to edit and put up and. Yeah, people and, like the conference ones. Um, yeah, we. What, we, what Glenn? You like them or don't like them? No, people like them. Oh. I, I think it's a valuable contribution that that Mormon expression does to people because then they don't have to fuss with real conference they can just download Mormon expression seems like one of the biggest criticisms we get for them is that they're usually always negative or criticizing the the speeches yeah our our last group and you know it's 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 hard to assemble a panel um I mean that that takes a, a week's worth of work and then sometimes panelists don't show up and stuff like that but the um the the last one we were more tipped towards the um critics and you know, and it's it's hard to get the panel. It's hard to it's hard to get the balance right. Yeah, and you usually don't know what people are going to bring. Well, and people like, I, I mean, I better not say the word I'm thinking of, but masturbatory. It's fu- no, I was going to say <laughs> bitching about things. Um, it's funner than than you know just praising the whole conference. It's funner to pick out things that that were disturbing or you didn't agree with, and and talk about those. You know, for for me, one of the things that I, I liked about being able to come on to Mormon Expression and have these conversations, they, they were always the kind of conversations that I wanted to have in church but couldn't mm-hmm. because there, the, the people there wouldn't engage in these kinds of conversations. And so with the with the conference, that's how I always wanted to talk about conference. And so I, I'll bet there there are other people like that out there who would want to come on and have those conversations about conference that you know maybe some of them they just want to bitch about it and you know i but i think there's other people who want to come on and critique it M- maybe a more balanced critique maybe they just want to complain i don't know but uh, you know I, I think we should still do it I, I think you're right and i i think that that's something we want to achieve and i know i've mentioned to you guys one of the things i want to do in the new year is as we have panel discussions always have uh, uh, someone outside the you know Mormon Expression family come on to the panel. So all of you out there listening, you know we're looking for people to come in. And now that we've got that we're set up here in Lehigh, you can come in. You can uh, see what it's like, and you can uh, pull up a microphone. So I, I think we want to bring in more voices. And everyone out there who listens to Mormon Expression needs to take a turn on Mormon Expression. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the more voices, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. um, we might run out of things to say. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> All right. So uh, conference. Um, yeah, people didn't like the interviews. The, the, inter- the interviews are yeah. They're they're, they're um, well, well, Tom, you've done a lot of them. I mean, um, it's it's especially when you're there with somebody. That's you know. I'm thinking about you and Bagley. Well, Bagley was. If you ever want to try a drinking game. <laughs> See, take a drink every time you hear Tom talk. You you won't be drunk by the time it's over. <laughs> but uh, Bagley's but, and, unless you unless you do a, a Tom sighing drinking game. I don't think not Tom on the Bagley one. No, maybe one. not on the Bagley one. But put Tom and Glenn together and do a Tom sighing there drinking game. No, you know one of the ones that I got heat for was the the Gene Sessions one. Yeah, because he was he was that. A, that wasn't fair though. He was a believer, and that's actually one of my more favorite ones. But yeah. I can't. I have a hard time saying that I like that one because that was one I set up and did. I really liked it. I think. I think it was a I good one. I liked that one. And but the, but the reason you got heat from it was because people felt that you didn't go for the jugular. Right, but then when you brought on. But but uh, you have to understand, sessions didn't. I mean, he almost backed out at the last minute. Right. And and you know he he realized that. It was a little, you know, the podcast as a whole is kind of antagonistic or takes a critical side of things. And, and he's like, I don't want to be associated with that thing. So I, and, and, and this is, I think this is one of John's things too, is we want people to say what they say, you know, and not, not necessarily challenge them. I think we should challenge some things on certain aspects and certain topics. But I think with sessions, I think it's better to just hear what he has to say. Well, yeah, I, Absolutely. Took, I took some heat, uh, not a lot, but for the Decker one, because they said, why didn't you, you know, bust his balls on all this weird stuff he's saying? To me, that that's not what the podcast was about. It was about Ed Decker, the guy, Ed Decker. And who right. cares that he said the crazy stuff about the temple? That's not what the podcast was, was about. And some of that stuff is just so easy. And that's what everybody goes after, you know, um, so if you had Ed Decker, why would you ask him about that stuff? More, I want to hear, you know, what what he thinks about all that stuff because that's what never gets out there. Which is interesting because our podcast should be a really open ground for any apologists, a professional apologists, I should say, that could come on because John's given him an open invitation. We'll let you say what you want to say. And and they have the invitation. And there's been some that have come on, and um, there'll be more who will come on. I, I was actually talking to one this afternoon. Really? But, um, uh, you know. Um, You're not going to say who it is, huh? No, no, I, I Just won't. in case it doesn't go through. But, okay. but, you know, a wag of my finger at the apologists. You know, you guys, you, you got to. Have I given the grab the spoon analogy on the podcast yet? Grab the spoon? Is that like the so Matrix when, thing? When when we were kids, we used to play this game called Grab the Spoon, where you'd put all the spoons in the middle, and if there were five people playing, there'd only be four spoons. And um, then if you got a match in the cards, you passed around, then you grabbed a spoon. And as soon as somebody tried to grab a spoon, everybody reached for one, and somebody's always left out. Just like a cakewalk, right? But um, my grandma would take the littlest person, and she would put the spoon closer and closer to them so that the little kids always didn't lose. It seems that a lot of the apologists want the spoon pushed closer and closer <laughs> to them. You know, they don't want to jump in there and grab it. They, well, they, you know, sometimes well, they say, "Well, I've got to have a transcript of all the questions. I've got to review the final edit. I've got to do all that kind of stuff." But we shouldn't generalize all apologists. Either, Not all apologists. Jeff no. Lindsay came on and he no. and he didn't he didn't ask for any of that stuff, and he was very. I thought he was that very was open. A good one, yeah. yeah. 
No, like, and and I've even I've even conceded some of that stuff um, in some negotiations. But but guys, you know, you're a professional apologist. I'm an amateur. You know, you shouldn't be afraid to come on my podcast. I'm not sure what that says about you. Hey, and you know, while you're talking about this, the, the one that you did with uh, Conciliary, the the bullseye, the, I, yeah, I, yeah. I really liked that one. That that was one of my favorite. I know, I know there have been bullseye. people who said that they didn't like that one, but but uh, I I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's he's he said he'll come back on. He's a he's yeah. a busy guy in real life, and yeah. and we need to go make make the rounds again. No, really, I, I mean I don't mean to. I I think I think a lot of the apologists are really bright. A lot of them have a really really great things to say. I think some of them have written really interesting material, and there's a culture inside that of really staying inside and they circle up the wagons and they don't need to do that. They can engage the the, the world, but I'm not the world. I'll I'll let them say their say their piece. But you know they don't their their message is better than they make it sound by their you know retrenchment. So John, when you first started this, or you started to wake up in the middle of the night thinking you know, you're going to start a podcast called Mormon Expression, did you ever see the day you'd get to 100 episodes and and even get 15,000 downloads a week? Um, you know, I never. I've, I've always wanted to make it bigger, and we've got um, we've got you know plans in the works, and but I never really. Stop to think. Okay, where's where's it? Where's it going to be? Now, now I have more concrete plans. I know what I need to do next and the thing after that. But no, in the beginning, I just wanted to see if it would work. I suppose. You know, cause when we started, we had this. Okay, what's what do you have to do? You have to get a website. What does that mean? We have to get a hosting. You know, I had to get books and read them all, and I, I knew nothing. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We got all these guys on Skype. Come on. We, we are at 58 minutes. So, uh, Anybody have a, a question that they want to squeeze in? or uh, Froggy asked, should we invite Daniel Peterson? Like you said, you've invited him. And like, like you said, you've invited a lot of these people, and they just yeah, don't and, chill. And some of these guys that are listening to the chat, like Kirby and Bagley, some of us are working on that. So hopefully, you know, knock on wood, they come through. Yeah, and you know we're all like part timers too. You know, so sometimes, you know, we don't necessarily have time to. Some of us time. have jobs, John. This isn't what you do for a living. But hey, we're one of the things we're looking for. And I was talking about growth. One of the things we're looking for is a producer, um, which is somebody who can help make these phone calls and that sort of stuff. Um, if you're scared to get behind the mic, but you'd still like to help out Mormon Expression, I'd, I'd love to have you come in and help arrange for some of these things. That's that's one of the things we need help with. Oh, um, the blogs have been a recent addition, and I think oh, yeah. that's been a, a, a good thing. I've how, enjoyed how come reading. you haven't written a blog yet, Zilpha? Nothing comes to mind. You know, your words could be just as adorable as your voices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, so that all, we started out just as a podcast. We have, we have the blogs now. Um, so are the blogs open to, to anybody to write? I mean, um, or do you have just a set... I, I don't even know. Not not everyone can post there, but we're still hiring bloggers. So if you'd like to to post, and we get uh, we get probably e- easy a good fifteen hundred readers on, on on each of our blogs. So our listeners, if they think they've got a talent in that area, they, they can apply. They can send me a, a writing sample and explain to me why they want to do it, and they'll probably get uh, get in. Well, here's a question in the chat: Any family and friends critical of Emmy participation in the podcast, particularly those that still attend? I was looking at that one too, Tom. Glad you grabbed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Constant problem. Yeah, 
it, at least for me, that's been a constant problem. So, um, for me, uh, not, none of my families, nobody in my family or extended family, has ever acknowledged that they listen to it. So I, I, um, my, I mean, all of my family are still active, and a few of my siblings um, have listened to a few of the episodes, and um, they. They didn't say they hated it. I think they learned. I know they listened to the one about um, Nate. I think that uh, they appreciated learning about more about his story and his perspective. So, and they knew him. So, so I've got this is George. I've got a good story on this one. Um, I remember the one we did on fourteen fundamentals where I just got really pissed at Mike about the whole. Um, newer the prophets, the yep, uh, modern day supersedes Christ and stuff. So I, that came out, and I was listening to it. And my wife has kind of been giving me grief about, you know, where's Christ in my life and and stuff like that. And I said, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And so <laughs> I played that for, her and she says, "Man, you really, yeah, you told it like, yeah." So, <laughs> well, you she, told him. <laughs> yeah, I I was pissed. And she didn't think that I handed you your lunch on that. No, she was glad to hear that I defended what I had to say about it. So okay, it, was a, right. it was a good thing in my part, in my side. Okay. <laughs> so, Glenn, you don't get any grief, do you? Wait, wait, wait. Let George finish telling oh, sorry, Were sorry. you done, George? Yeah, yeah, I was done. That's That, that was my story. Excuse okay. me, Glenn. No, I'm, a, I, I, I'm, I'm like a, a missionary still. You know, I'm like going out and spreading the uh, Mormon expression word. My, my sister's been on a few episodes. You know, my mom's been on one, and they, they listen – faithfully and regularly um i i've got a several friends who uh are listening regularly and people in in my ward here who are and have, have been on and some that want to be on and uh yeah so yeah the, the no, abraham one's no coming up you got two friends from your ward on there right no, no. Um, there was one guy from another ward here in Bloomington that's a friend of mine who was going to be on. Um, he, he's a guy who's uh, uh, actually a second counselor in a ward here, but no. I know, I know Mike was really upset that he wasn't able to be on because he wanted the, the cred of having a, an active second counselor and a bishopric on one of his podcasts, but <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> so, no. All right, so... Anybody else want to say anything there, Mike? I, I had a question for you. Recently, it was posted that you had sixty thousand downloads. Yeah, um, and was it in a week or a month or so, what? So, yeah, I should probably clarify that. I I um I went and um I I I, I get busy, so I hadn't looked at the logs, and I looked at the logs between um, November twelfth and December twelfth, and we did three point five million um, megabytes, um, which. And 94% of all of our traffic to our website is um, for the, the, the audio files, the, the big audio files. So that would put anywhere between 60 and, and closer to 70,000 downloads during that 30-day period. And then I wow. look back at some of the trends. We've been trending up that way. So now, now you have to remember that if somebody um, you know, comes on and – you know, Half of those were Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody like Jim comes on and, and downloads a lot. Um, you know he's going to account for several of those, but nevertheless, um, it is it is growing out there. And there's that's been, a really big number. Um, and I estimate I estimated that year to date at the time there had been well over six hundred thousand downloads in two thousand ten. So now the the big question is what do you know which ones are getting downloaded the most? 
Um, I haven't gone to to parse that out. The 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 where, where's where's your list? Still, I, I was looking, and the one that had the single most downloads on a Tuesday, uh, you know, because we release every Tuesday. Um, it was the fundamentals. No, it was it was mixed feelings for Mormonism, and I I, I don't know why, why that one that one spiked. And I I don't know if you guys have noticed that um, if you go try to hit the website on a Tuesday morning about nine, it's it's kind of slow. And I'm hoping they don't jack my fees upon me anytime soon here. So, so in other words, up your donations, fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's quite for for those of us who are involved in the discussion. There's quite a few of us out there. Um, and um, you know, I, I'll steal something that John Delin said. You know, if you friend, if you friend me on well, Mormon Express is not a person on Facebook, but we have a Facebook page, and you never know who else you can see who's a friend of yours that's uh, that's there. So, um, and then I would just say, come out to real live events. Does that actually ever happen? Somebody's found somebody on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> happened to me. Really? That's yep. cool. I've, I've I've made contact with some old friends, some old mission companions and stuff who've stumbled on the the podcast and said, "John, is that you?" So I had a couple missionary companions do that too. One unfriended me, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then one um, let me know that he no longer believes either. So hmm. yeah, I've I've found some people that I knew back in high school, um, some that have uh, left the church, and some that. That haven't, but uh, they, they listen to Mormon Expression and they enjoy it. It's it's out there. I mean, this is the thing that um, you know Elder Ballard warns the Mormons about. It it'll live forever out there, um, and so doing it for good or for evil, um, and that's one of the reasons I think it's a sort of a powerful medium. I think it's more accessible than the boards. I mean, we don't have more intelligent discussions that are going on on the boards all the time, but I think it's easier to listen to. It's easier to digest. Um, and you can uh, consume it while you're exercising. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things I mentioned that we, we want to grow, one of the things um, I, I set the goal at the end of the year to turn us into an actual not-for-profit educational foundation that takes um, – got to do have our books in order and we got to hire lawyers and do all sorts of stuff like that. So that's one of the things we're working towards. So if you're looking for an excuse to uh, maybe throw a little bit um, our way, that's a, that's a, a good thing. Uh, good motivation to do it. Um, we we want to continue to expand. Um, if you want to participate in the community, we want to do more sort of live things so people can get out and meet people. Um, we want to find more opportunities to do all sorts of different things. So you know, we're looking for we're, we're we're hiring, except we don't pay any money. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you believe in the project and you want to be involved, then by all means reach out to me, and and we'll find a way to get you involved. Some some people on the boards, John, are suggesting that we make some uh, Mormon Expression T-shirts. Yeah, uh, I think I did once on Cafe Press, but I'm not a real super great designer. So if people want to make designs and then send them my way, then we can set up a Cafe Press or some other sort of way. And then they don't want like little South Park characters of like Mormon Expression people or anything like that. No. no. <laughs> hey, there's that sigh. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, seriously, for, for designers, I'm looking for people to do some half-page ads for um, things like City Weekly and uh, Sunstone Magazine. Um, so, you know, if you've got that sort of talent, um, then I'm looking for you. 
Um, also, Not make a contest. Sure, make sure. Well, yeah, the contest. We'll have. We'll, we will have another personal essay contest. It'll be revving up here in about three or four months. No, we could do like a, a t-shirt design contest. I'm just reading off suggestions that people are saying on the on the boards here. That yeah. Say, do a, do okay. A here, here's the contest. Send it to me and you win <laughs> if it doesn't suck, and then we'll. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, don't forget, we do have the newsletter um, that you can subscribe to, which gives sort of the – we are – this is our first live broadcast, but we're doing another one next week with the book club, The Backslider. And we'll probably – my goal is to do one or two a month. So that's a good way to find out what our, our broadcast schedule is so you, you, you can tune in. We're only going to do it if it's not gimmicky, if it somehow helps the discussion. Um, what else? What else we have going on? Oh, the 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 cruise. The, the cruise. Uh, we're looking at um, August time frame for the for the I cruise. I thought you said June. We did, but we found we can get um, better deals, and um, so I'm still working with our, the travel agent to try to find out the, the best deal and all that kind so of stuff. So the date's tentative. Yeah, the date's still tentative. We haven't we haven't gone you know live with that one yet, and you know I'm still nervous about how many people will 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 go. I I think it's a good opportunity to meet other people, um, but um, you know. Zilf and I, we've gone on a couple cruises, and we like to take our kids, and it's, it's sort of a great, inexpensive vacation. It'll probably be sailing out of L.A. Um, it's the Is there going to be sacrament room. meeting on the weekend? <laughs> Jeez. Um, no, no, but we will. If, if we do it, we will have at least one, you know, sort of – we'll probably have a private party one night, and then we'll have like a day, like a, a broadcast. We'll do a, uh, we'll do a recording. Like a live lecture thing. No, are, um, are you going to do that posed picture on the side of the cruise ship that's like that Mormon – Book of Mormon, uh, Nephi and Lehi going across the, uh, oh, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, Everybody's sign now. Zilpha's got the guns for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah we will be doing a podcast from the cruise ship, right? At least recording one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So any, anyway, I mean, that goes to, I, I said this earlier in the podcast, you know, I'm just always looking for ways for for um, those who are sympathetic to the, the, the ME sort of thought pattern to meet each other and to I, I think it's very important that you don't feel isolated that you you get out of your shell and that you can you meet other like-minded people because there are a lot of us we are legion and if we're going to make a difference in the world <laughs> if we're going to make a difference in the world we you know we, we we have to get together we are sparta I, and you know on that no i think there's a lot more liberal mormons there's a lot more mormons who aren't Glenn Beck supporters and who aren't staunch Republicans <laughs> who just sit quietly in the pews. And we, we, we've got to turn that around because there's so many intelligent, good voices that are quiet, that are silenced by that cloud of uh, – what what is it in the Lehi's dream? The shroud of cloud of the, darkness or whatever. Are you trying to scare Mike away, Mike? Mike are you signed up for this? We're, we're trying <laughs> to attract liberal cruise. Mormons. <laughs> Come on, Mike. No. I'll bring cookies and everything. Is there such a thing as a liberal Mormon? <laughs> yes, Mike. There's. I'm, I'm looking at one. Harry, Harry Reid, man. He's the president of the Senate. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, there was for a <laughs> I'm waiting to So you don't so, think you don't think that there could be so Mike there's only believing Mormons and then there's apostates, right? Uh, there's shaky testimonies that need some help, but what kind of help? <laughs> Therapy help or spiritual help? What what kind of help? Spiritual help. <laughs> like if you pray for them, maybe they'll come around. Oh, DVD's mentioning the New Order Mormons. Don't forget those. They're, Isn't that yeah, what I, I, I visited the Mormons, Mormons out immediately? Yeah, yeah. There's so many shades. It's too hard to pin them down. There, well, one last thing I want to throw out. I'm going to actually be running a podcast here in two weeks. I put the challenge out before. Um, you know, I, I want to give a, a, an avenue for people to tell 
you know their story or whatever. And if you want to get together in small groups and interview each other, and as long as not real awful, we'll run it. And I've got one that was just sent me where a um, uh, uh, Seth, he's been on before. He's he's left the church. He's an atheist. His dad, who is a scientist, um, who's still in the church. He and he and Seth have a discussion. And so this is a challenge out to you guys, you know, and I'll, I'll be happy to help you record it. But if you want to do your own thing, you want to interview your mother or whatever, and, and you know, we're happy to run stuff like that. So, Well, know, it's got to go through a screening process, right? Yeah, yeah. You're send send, send it to me. We're not going to put, put whatever out. But odds are, especially if you, if you talk to me beforehand, you know, we, you can make sure that it sort of hits the editorial marks. But my, my point is that, you know, I, I want to give a, an avenue for, for everybody to get their voice out there who wants to. And I mean that's that's what I did with the the interview that I did with with Cabo, my my Japanese missionary companion. For those of you who are familiar with with that one, that's that's one of the first things that I did. That's true. With John, yeah, yeah. Besides that Mormon humor one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mormon humor was the first time I was on Mormon Expression. That was like when you were a guest and stuff. I was a guest. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, any last words before we close it up? Uh, hope for a hundred and more. John. <laughs> nice job, brother. Happy one hundred. Yeah. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thanks for thanks for keeping it going. Yeah, thanks to all you guys. It wouldn't have worked without um without all of you helping out. And um you know, I really appreciate everything you've done and, and I appreciate everybody who's who's listened and passed it on to their brothers in laws. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that how you say that? Brothers in laws. You know, it's it, it'd be interesting to pull out some of those old emails or or threads that we had about you know not wanting this thing to just have a a three month life and then die off. And it, it's really pretty amazing to think that it has kept going as long as it has and and hasn't kind of petered out or struggled more it, it than has, it has. It hasn't done that through inertia. It's done that because of John. You know. Well, yeah, totally. I. I it, yeah, I totally agree, um, but it, it's just it's just neat to see that it's that it's lasted this long, and I think John, you're you got to take take the bows for that. Yep, he's done a good job. Well, it's been fun, and um, I you know I I think I told you guys when we first we had our first meeting, I said I think I got enough energy to run it through December. This would have been in 2009. Yeah. So so because uh, you guys said are you, are we going to be able to keep this this up and and. And I'm I'm more enthusiastic about it now than than I was then. It, it's wow. it's a it's a fun project, cool. and you know we're here and we got the studio set up, and and I just think it's it's opening a lot of doors for a lot of people, and I I think we have a chance to to make a difference. I really do. So I I I really do want to encourage people to to keep being part of the community, and as always, the discussion will continue on on our website mormonexpression.com, and uh, thanks to everyone. Good night. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. So, are we going to do an after discussion? (coughs) We just keep. Uh, We have to, right? Broadcasting. <laughs> Those are always the best ones. Who wants to start swearing first? Is that <laughs> I thought I swore like four or five times. Did you? Yeah. Only one caller though, huh? <laughs> well, I guess that was oh, well, but it, it, the one caller worked, so uh, that's better yeah, than that's good. yeah. And it only that's took good. us yeah.
15, 20 minutes to get things. Yeah, I thought we'd have more callers. Well, you know. Maybe if you put your mic on the chat room. Well, you know, who wants to interrupt a, a good backslapping session like we have going on? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 